0: you Maybe – I don't think you could, you could pin it all on me for the, for the fact that you got pinned into the ghost dimension. I don't, I don't think you could say that. But I think you're right I when mean, you say – I mean, by
1: your own logic. By your, like, Johnny Depp is influencing you directly because you share, share the same day of birth.
0: That may be true. And, and I think he is connected to this podcast. I, I do – and there's a reason why we do Depp Step, you know? There's a reason why, and it's strange because I'm going through IMDB right now, and just by happenstance, on the sidebar is Johnny Depp's face in A Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So the algorithm is starting to understand. Even even the com- my computer is going against me. Um, everybody, welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene. I'm your host, Gio. This is the only ghost-free podcast out there. It's Audio Sage certified by the Pope. Um, I'm with my co-host, Rob. How's it going, Rob?
1: I mean, it's spooky out there, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I went to my favorite eatery today, and there was the sign of the devil uh, right on the doorway. a Pentecost with three sixes around it. So, uh, you know, that the ghosts are following us right now. Uh, and it's for us to be aware and to really pay attention to what's going on. Uh, so there's no wool over my eyes. I hope there's none uh, over your eyes, dear listeners, because uh, they're all about. So just keep your, those eyes open.
0: Take the wool off your eyes, please, when you're listening to this podcast. Um, I just quickly want to mention last week we had a guest on, uh, Greg, and he told me something that really scared me. He said when he got home that night, he went to go microwave some food. He was hungry, and at the end of um, the microwave session, um, just like you would expect a regular, you know, three beep, and kind of that's it, just like a, a regular right. session would go. Instead, he got three normal beeps and then one long, sad, declining beep, be, and 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 it just kind of like sounded super weird. So. He opens it thinking that it'll it'll stop the beeping and it doesn't stop it. So then he pulls out the cord and for like a couple seconds it didn't stop the sound and then it stopped. So
1: there you go. I mean,
0: I don't more know evidence. I don't know what that means. I I I know that we're being watched obviously by ghosts, we're being uh followed. And I fear for my life, but I fear more for the lives of our guests because they're not as as well protected as we are. I mean, I have the equivalent of like a nuclear arsenal as far as ghost gear in my house. So I'm not afraid, but I fear for Greg and I fear for everybody. So um, just be careful. It's October, guys. We're not through it yet. We're like halfway there, but we're not done yet.
1: Yeah, and I know we do shout-outs to our street team all the time, but realize that's you, ladies and gentlemen. So look out for each other. You know That's how we're going to get through it. We're going to look out for each other. We're going to take care of each other, and it's all going to be all right. So keep on keeping on. Keep on fighting the good fight, y'all.
0: That's right. And we have some stuff to talk about this week that is of a current event, kind of, sort of. Um, It is something that we've been tracking for months now ever since we got tipped off about Roseanne and what's happened uh, with her career. And it kind of led us down this very dark and dirty road, this dusty road that is uh, the subject of our episode today. So we're going to be talking about the Reverse Underground Railroad. That's the sound of the choo-choo train that's going to be leading us down this path. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. So, Rob, um, what can you tell us about the Reverse Underground Railroad?
1: Well, I want to just start off by saying that this is a political segment. And I don't think we're necessarily uh, politicians ourselves, but this is something that's affecting us. This is affecting our country. This is affecting the history of our country. And it, goes, and it really goes back to the history of long ago. And it affects the history of what is happening today. Uh, So, you know, use this more as just a a history lesson, not a a, a political rant. Uh, Now, that said, the reverse Underground Railroad. Now, we are all familiar from our child school days of the Underground Railroad. It was a fantastic feat of ghost technology used for good to break slaves out from bondage from the south freed them from slavery, and led them to the North. Um, it was an ins- outstanding achievement. Um, but uh, unfortunately, you know, about railroads is they usually go in two directions. You can go up a railroad, you can, you can also go back down. And I think there, people were so aspirational after the beginning that no one really thought to take the railroad down. It was a monument, really. Uh, it's something that you wanted to show off. It's, you know, you heard about it all about in your school books. So we kept it around. Unfortunately, uh, it's also left us, uh, slightly vulnerable for this railroad to go backwards. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking today about how that train is leaving the station Mm -hmm. and we're all
0: on it. And it is going backwards. Like we feared and, you know, um, the, the feeling when, when you're going forwards and then all of a sudden the disorientation that you feel, when you all of a sudden go backwards, it almost kind of like stops your heart. You know, it, it, it throws you into this strange kind of tense feeling. And, it, and people can akin it to being haunted. Okay. So, and, and that's why this is happening during the month of October. Because people have that feeling generally during this time. So, the higher the activity of feeling uneasy, that's when the people at the top pull their biggest moves. Because people are are already going to feel that haunted sense. So they won't feel the added on extra stuff that's going on on top of it. So, that's what's been going on. It's the Underground Railroad, but reverse. And... The sad part is it has been hijacked instead of the freedom riders the people who were running to freedom you know um from the south we have instead of like the the south is 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 a metaphor right um right and the kind of representation of the South can can be moved from location to location the The South can you know be right under the the line or all the way under the line
1: I mean we got railway railways going across the entire country now, so this can be shipped around wherever you you can go uh, it's not really specific to a location anymore
0: exactly well, it is now they have finally moved it to a permanent location, at at least for now, and it is to the White House. This, This reverse underground railroad is leading all the way to the door of the White House. Which we should
1: remember, by the way, is geographically in the south, the original south.
0: Yes, absolutely. So this is set up from day one, really. So we have this railroad, it was not taken down. Like Rob said, it was a monument. It was a testament to ingenuity, to human ingenuity. But it has been co-opted by ghosts, by men dressed as ghosts, also known as the Ku Klux Klan. Um, these are white supremacists. Mm-hmm. They're monsters. They're uh, terrible people. Okay, They're everyday people um, that have been corrupted by, by ghosts' imagery. Um, and they have kind of used that to scare other people. And I have to tell you, it, it, is, it is disgusting to see that kind of uh, actions being paraded out in everyday life. Um, it just invites more violence, more ghosts into this world. And I, we can't stand um, by any of that kind of action. So, we have this reverse Underground Railroad being driven by people dressed as ghosts. And they're going to the White House. But they've brought along some people with them. Earlier we talked about Roseanne Barr. And, and we can have a, a quick little discussion because what, what has happened to her is actually kind of an in- interesting thing. So uh, Roseanne Barr ha- had her whole thing where, where she is starting her track. Basically the idea is for somebody who is um, a conservative now. Because now we're getting political and we're not going to get preachy. We're just going to talk about it. You have to kind of make a giant statement. You have to get persecuted by the masses. So Roseanne Barr, it's, a, it's her time to bat. She swings and she hits a big controversy.
1: But before then, we have to remember, she's already set herself up in a way, she has run for president at this point. Yes. So already she's working within this political, so it's, it's not isolated. This is strategic. So after running for president, and making her way to Washington, uh, you know, paying homage, she pulls off this stunt, and I think that's what's important: is that this is a seed blossoming that she planted when she ran for president in 2012,
0: a racist seed that blossoms every six years or so, 2012 to 2018. I mean, six years, right? So. This is what happens. So she goes, she, she, she makes her, uh, her blunder. Everybody, um, you know, uh, of course, just reasonably, they call her out on, on, on being very controversial. She gets fired from her job. And so I guess the recent news about that is that they are going about the show without her. They have turned her character into a ghost in the TV show. So it's no longer called Roseanne. It's called The Connors. And it is truly a con. Mm-hmm. They are conners. If, if they think they're, they're going to get away with just adding a ghost to the, to the cast instead of rectifying the situation, they just added a ghost to the cast. Giving a ghost a job. That's terrible.
1: So you're al- we're already seeing the consequences of this reverse ghost railroad where we're just getting replaced by ghosts. And... You know, I I don't necessarily backing up Roseanne and what she did. I think uh, she deserved what she did from her actions. But the fact that then they just turned the show around instead of just letting the show die, they Mm -hmm. try to resurrect it with a ghost um, is even more egregious, uh, waking it from the dead even. So not only it's the show with a ghost in it, it's the show is a ghost of itself. It's a ghost Mm -hmm. of another show. Uh, So we're getting layers of ghosts here. Wow. Which is really concerning because already you can imagine. You know, the I know the methods like myself. Uh, my my mind is just frying from the amount of calculations that that compounds ghosts on top of ghosts. Uh, it just the quadratics are just insane on that one.
0: Yeah, it it is really crazy and. Here's, here's what we really have to remember about all of this, um, the ghost deception of all of this. When, when you're um, multiplying a ghost with a ghost, you would mm-hmm. think it's just a ghost squared. But in fact, it, it's, it is much more complicated. It is ghost cubed because um, two ghosts is three ghosts. Two times three is six. And that, that's how ghosts work. That they work in, in, in threes. That's kind and then of, you have
1: to do it to the 666th power.
0: Yes. That's, and, and this is where you have to get calculators, guys, because it's, it's hard to do that just spot on with your head. You can train to do that kind of stuff like we have, but honestly, it's just not worth the time. You could just get a calculator to do the same work. So l- let's just kind of uh, rewind a little bit. So, Roseanne, we think that she's paid some price, okay? But well, in reality, she has just kind of sacrificed her fame temporarily for mm-hmm. the under, the reverse. She's kind of paid her toll to get on the reverse Underground Railroad, okay? And this is the same thing, and, and I really want to kind of par- make a parallel, this is the same thing that is happening to Kanye West, okay? A blunder, you make a fool out of yourself, you get persecuted by the masses, you, you make yourself a sacrifice, okay, and that is the, the the toll that you pay. Why do you think, and, th- and this is just another, another example, why do you think Stephen Baldwin, aka Donald Trump, acts and is such an idiot, right? Because you need people to persecute you, you need to become a sacrifice to get on the reverse Underground Railroad. So, now if we're going back to Roseanne, she gets persecuted, they kill her off, and, you know, a, a, you know the, the TV shows will do what they do, and they're going to do terrible things. But she's already on the track to the White House.
1: And so, and we hear Nico as well, because, like, that's spot on. I wouldn't be surprised if Roseanne dresses like a ghost on the way, to be honest. Uh, Because, I mean, that's what she is. They made her a ghost. So she will likely be traveling as a ghost from here on out.
0: Exactly. She's going to be hiding under sheets because she doesn't want people to see her, what she's doing. And what she's really doing is she's taking the long road to the White House. She ran for president one time. She's Mm going to do it again. And I talked about how it's going to be her and a good old – what was her name? The, The one who ran with McCain. Um, oh,
1: Sarah, Sarah uh, Palin. Palin.
0: Right. Yes, it's going to be her and Palin on on, on the twenty twenty eight ticket. I, I know I know that for certain. And we might have a Kanye West, uh, possibly contending uh, with her. We're not sure if 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 they're friends or foes yet because they're on the same track, and um, we we don't know who's going to get there first. So, if you guys want to quickly talk about what what happened. Um, with Kanye, he, he went to the White House, not so he went second, because his wife went first, like three months ago, four months ago. So we can really go back to when Kim Kardashian talked to the president, and really start there, because that's when they kind of started contact. Right. And really, we can go even further back to when Trump was not even uh, ordained president. Kanye went to Trump Tower and met with him then. So, th- this has been a seed that has been planted at least two years ago this friendship, this relationship that they have. And so, now you have to think okay, so if in these two years, how has Kanye acted? Right? And it seems like he has kind of devolved into a sham of himself, right? And for who? Who benefits?
1: At the end of the day, I think it's Kanye, because I think it's what we're saying before. He is playing a role. He's playing a a spell. And he's putting an incantation on all of us. He's going through the steps that you must take to get on the uh, the reverse Underground Railroad. He's making a mockery of himself. This is a public display. Uh, I think he's very knowledgeable. I think whenever he speaks, he knows, he knows exactly what he's doing, uh, which is getting a, uh, a first-class ticket straight underground, re- but in reverse.
0: And we just saw it for ourselves. This was kind of like he jumped in front of Roseanne in front of the line. He skipped right in front of her yeah. and just got a seat at the table with president trump with stephen baldwin aka stephen baldwin okay so we have already with with like not even two years he is already being filmed talking with the president sharing ideas he gave him a hug
1: right being in the oval office
0: all of this so fast so soon they must Mm -hmm. really have the kind of um promise they they must see the promise in kanye that they didn't see in Roseanne, and I, th- there, there's a lot of reasons, and we can get into the reasons later, but we really have to kind of look at the conversation that they have and kind of really pick it apart as scientists and see what he's talking about. Um, so there's a couple things that happened during this, this conversation that really struck me as being very significant. Um, do you have any impressions of, uh, of the interview? Or I guess it's not an interview. I guess it's more just like a meet-and-greet.
1: It's the meet-and-greet. You know, I think my main takeaway, as it always is, uh, is the numbers. I am always listening to the numbers uh, and the facts that are being said, the math that is being crunched, because they can spin as many tails as they wish, but the numbers don't lie. And there was one number that was being thrown around a lot, which was the number 13. Yes. Uh, Specifically about the 13th Amendment and how Kanye West claims that the 13th Amendment is a trap because it's an unlucky number. So I think in basic, if you know, in 101, Arithmetic 101, sure, on paper, that's what it seems to be. But I think it's a little misleading in this case. I think there's more numbers to crunch in there. Uh, you also have to consider dates of when the 13th Amendment was signed, how many people signed it. Uh, there's a lot more to numerology than just that one number. Um, So that kind of ticked me off. But then what another thing out there that surprised me is that, and um, uh, he said Minnesota, but I think it's actually, Wisconsin was also thrown out there. So Mm -hmm. they're making a new plant and they were talking about how they were going to add 40,000 jobs, which sounds like a lot of jobs. You look into the numbers. The amount of jobs that are being offered out there are thirteen thousand jobs. So what there's a hidden thirteen. Kanye hid another thirteen. So if he's talking about trapdoors, it sounds like he's trying to devise one himself.
0: Now now real quick, thirteen plus thirteen is twenty six. That's two sixes Mm-hmm. Right there.
1: See, again, you have to look deeper into than just the face value numbers. So we already got two sixes in this bunch.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So there we have it. Um, You really have to look at the numbers. And I'm I'm glad you talked about the 13 because I I wanted to mention that when he said that we don't have 13 floors, it really did strike me. that There was a lot of things that he said uh, that sounded kind of like movie quotes. And uh, that, that sounded like, like things that you would say if you were in a movie. And I believe it had to do with he was trying to impress um, the movie star in the room. And, and I'm not talking about Stephen Baldwin because he, he couldn't. He couldn't do that. Right. Um, he almost blew no his way. cover.
1: I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kanye, like, he, he almost spilled the beans about the ghost. He almost revealed that it's Stephen Baldwin in the room. Uh, fortunately he was with the, the other actor as you're about to announce, Gio.
0: Exactly. Um, so th- this is the kind of thing Hollywood always hedges their bets. They always have somebody um, to make sure that they, they have a, a proper handle on every situation. Every Every finger that they stick in every pie there's somebody who's watching that finger and making sure that nothing happens to that finger. So in this case we have um mr jim brown he was the other man in this uh this kind of conversation this luncheon that they had he is uh, a football player a former football player he's oh, one of the greatest athletes uh to ever live but he's also a movie star and he's been in like 20 plus movies now i quickly just want to say uh his birthday because I know everyone's gonna want to, going to want to know this. Uh, February seventeenth, nineteen thirty-six. Okay. Well, there's three sixes. Right, and then he's eighty-two years old right now, and eight minus two. I'm just gonna leave it right there. Um, so we have Jim Brown. Um, he's in tons of movies with all kinds of actors. And I I just kind of quickly want to run down a a couple of them that really stand out to me. And and that really stood out to to Rob and I when we were talking about this. So, first, we have uh, Any Given Sunday. And uh, that's directed by Oliver Stone. And uh, he was also uh, the director of a movie called Platoon. And uh, if you know anything about Platoon, that's a movie about war. Uh, war, death, and it has somebody in it. Um, I'll I'll just say it. Johnny Depp is in Platoon. And so
1: it's already got that Johnny connection.
0: It already has the connection. Uh, Any Given Sunday came out in 1999. Platoon came out 13 years before that, 1986. So... 13. I mean, you could
1: say that Johnny had a seat at the table in that meeting, pretty much, through his connection, through his knowing of Jim Brown.
0: Well, so I, I just connected it right from Platoon, right? I said 1986 to 1999, that's 13. I said,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. That's... There's, oh, there's another 13.
0: Exactly. So then See? We'll, we'll go to another movie that he was in. Uh, 1996, he was in a movie called Mars Attacks. And this movie was directed by Tim Burton. Uh, if anybody knows Tim Burton, you know that his best friend is Johnny Depp. So we already had one connection. Now we have two connections to, to Johnny Depp.
1: And Gio, that movie came out not in just in nineteen ninety-six, but on December thirteenth, oh. nineteen ninety-six. In 1996, it's really just kind of like a crooked 666. If you just flip that last six around and it's lining up, flip the whole thing over, it's pretty much 6661.
0: That's right. You're, that is exactly right. So now we have two connections. We have two 13s and we have 666. Um, Jim Brown is Hollywood incarnate. Okay, He is a Hollywood player. Um, he represents Hollywood in, in, in a fashion and also represents Johnny Depp. So he's in the room with Kanye watching and making sure that he doesn't reveal the Stephen Baldwin and any, any vampirical and any ghost-related things. So what does Kanye talk about? Um, he talks about love. He talks about positivity um, he talks about the flyest, uh, the freshest planes technology, right? But then he kind of starts talking um, about, you know, he's he. They even say it. He's talking from the soul. He's talking from the heart. Did you did you hear when Trump said that? When when Baldwin Stephen Baldwin said that?
1: I did. That it was a really really like poignant sort of thing to catch there, Joe.
0: And that's when Kanye. Kind of breaks the mold and really starts to talk about some real number shit. He starts talking about how time isn't real and how you know infinity. And he starts making the the sign, uh, the eight sign, that's flipped on its side, the infinity sign, casting a spell in front of everybody. Yeah, in in front of Trump and Trump is there laughing, and Stephen, yes, and Stephen is there laughing. And honestly, I think the most telling of all of it was that when it was over, the room was speechless. Uh, whatever he did in that room, it worked, because Stephen Baldwin—you could just see the shock on his face, like he had been charmed—and Jim Brown as well. He—he he didn't have anything to say. Um, you know, Stephen Baldwin asked him, "Do you have anything to say? Anything to add about that?" And he's like, uh, "Nope, he's a good man," or something like that. Something you know, he had nothing to say. Yeah. He made them speechless. Wow.
1: I think that's really telling, too, because I think Stephen Baldwin uh, figured out the the magic to get the ghosts started to get in the in the White House. But I don't, I don't think this is in his control, even. This is greater than him. And as you mm-hmm. can see, even he is subdued to magic and to ghosts. And, you know, this is getting to be really huge. This train is picking up a lot of steam.
0: Exactly. And 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 I think it's the fact that it is the power couple dynamic. And this is where mm-hmm. we bring in Kim Kardashian. Um she laid the groundwork, okay? She she buttered Trump's uh uh Stephen Baldwin up. She got mm-hmm. him uh ready and and kind of primed him for Kanye West to to talk to him. And then let Kanye loose and now Kanye uh, you know he knows so many truths that he just kind of you know stream of consciousness kind of went off and charmed and made a spell right on Stephen Baldwin in front of everybody and, and it's a twofold thing because he, he did it to them in the room right but he did it in a way that made himself look a little bit unhinged which invites people exactly. to persecute him. And now he's the sacrifice. So he gets a double spell. And, and we all get played twice. Now, if that's not a trap door. I don't know what it is. 13. Just, just like he said it. 13 is the trap. And he kind of conveniently laid it out everywhere else. 13 everywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's telling, and, and that's, and here's the other thing, okay? Because he mentioned something um, also during. To, one of the reporters asked him something, and he's he starts talking about how um, he is playing 4D chess, like in the movie Minority Report. Okay, so I I looked into this. It, it's a science fiction. It's a movie, so he's mentioning movies. And he's mentioning Minority Report. And this is a movie about precognition. Okay? Brain, you know, being, being able to, to look into the future. Some really heavy stuff. And he's talking about how time doesn't exist. And so I did more research. And I wanted to show you guys uh, the clip that I found of him doing a TMZ interview with Henry Levin. Where he starts to talk about some science fiction things. And I, I think this might be a kind of – maybe one of the uh, cabooses on the uh, Reverse Underground Railroad has a technology center. And, and he might have peeked in one of the windows and saw what, what, was, what they're cooking in, in, in this lab because he's privy to some knowledge that I, I think is, is coming down the pipe. Um, whether or not um, it's, it's for good or bad with how they're going to use it, I'm not sure but I think we should be aware of, of what he's talking about because this guy is, is telling, telling things that I, I don't think people are taking seriously, and I think we should. So uh, here's the clip. It's just a
2: full Yay album, and those five albums that I dropped earlier were like superhero rehabilitation, you know? And now the alien Yay is like fully back in mode, off of medication, you know, working out, breathing as much fresh air as possible thinking, doing, being himself you know? Uh, and when I say being myself, that doesn't mean I'm being Donald Trump. It means I'm being me and I'm punk. And I can wear whatever I want, cause I'm a God. And there's nothing that I could wear this t-shirt. This don't make me. This is the way I look at this time on this planet. You know, other times maybe had a robe on Next time, maybe it's like a full uh, electrical suit and we just have just our chakras here and everything else is mechanical. So we're like running at like a thousand, you know, miles per milli, millimilla, milli, whatever that is. Um, so this is the type of energy that we're putting into the album. So we're going to Africa in two weeks to record. Wow.
1: Whoa. I mean, it's the science fiction. As you said, it's like Asimov. He's like a ro- It's like iRobot. Uh, it's, and he's mentioned a minority report. Uh, so obviously he is really tuned into the technologies of the futures. And, and to me, it all sounds a little ghostly as well like our spirits are going to be inside these machines.
0: Yeah. When, when he said the chakra thing, it really shocked me. Mm. And that's not a joke. I, I was truly shocked. Uh, what happened, uh, is that he's operating in in, with this idea that we will somehow have our spirits control machines, which I mean, it's, it's not crazy. It's that's the, that's the, that's the sad part is that it's true. It's not crazy. It's, it's believable. And people are are yelling and they're calling them, you know, all all these names and stuff. And just like, you know, if only they truly understood the the capability of, of the soul, it's pretty easy to imagine the soul could control a body going a million miles per second or whatever he said. I think that's
1: important to be aware of just to complete the thought. Just like if we're saying that this is going to be used for good or bad, I think the way that it's presented is important. If it's first seemed to be something to be laughed at and not understood, it might not work out the best for us because then when it does come, we won't be ready for it. So I think it's, these are things that need to be, taken seriously because this would be something very serious to have your spirits control something. I don't think that, uh, you know, you need to be spiritually ready for some sort of big change like that, or that sort of,
0: that's a very intense experience. Absolutely. And, uh, one more thing about his, uh, I don't want to call it a rant. It's more kind of like just, um, his, his testimony. He, he talks about how he is—he is a punk. He—he—he's he, a punk rocker, and I—I uh, I just want i, I want to re- kind of remind everybody that in fact he is a musician, okay? And I've heard some of his music, and he uses um, rock guitars. So for all intents and purposes, he's talking about punk, punk rock. It sounds to me like he's using music as a spell. And punk rock is the music of the devil. So before all of this, he has this long career of making music with and, you know, for the devil. And, you know, uh, he has a one called uh, – an, an album called My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's all about hell and, and you know, heaven. Songs called I Am a God. You know, he calls himself a god and says he can do do what he wants – I mean, all of this kind of stuff, he, he is really pulling on, on everybody's kind of religious strings. And I think he used all of that to get himself to the reverse underground Railroad, all of his magic tricks, working with the devil, you know, talking to people, getting them to call him a fool, getting them to make fun of him, you know, and getting millions of people uh, against him and then on his side, rooting for him and praying for him.
1: You know, I think if there's any evidence of the power that music has and that especially the music of punk rock has, just speaking with Greg last week um, and his insights and to see the influence that Darby Crash could have over a film production set um, and, you know, just... But then thinking of Kanye, who's just, like, on this whole another level of stardom and... Uh, you know his powers are obviously that much much larger, so I can't I can only imagine what he could do uh, spiritually uh, the way that Darby Crash has. So uh, this is something to be watched out for. I think this is people are making fun of it, but this is a force to be reckoned with.
0: And I, I want to make a a distinction, and I want to make a, a line, and I want to draw it and tie it to Darby Crash and to what Kanye West is talking about. So. Um, real quick, just a review, uh, Darby Crash was very into the nihilist uh, writers, um, especially Nietzsche, right? Uh, Nietzsche, I'm not sure exactly how you say his, um, his name, so you can go ahead and crucify me later. Yeah, it's Nicky, I think. Yeah, Nikki, Lil' Nikki. So uh, he's really into that that guy and his writing, and uh, uh, Lil' Nikki has this whole thing about the superman. Right, he, he he kind of coined the term um, for kind of the ideal um, man, and, and he called him the Superman. So now we go to Kanye, and we go to the uh, clip we just heard, and he said his first five albums were superhero rehabilitation. So like he was a superhero going through rehab. Um, so that's kind of a strange, strange statement to say, but when you link it to him talking to President Stephen Baldwin about his hat and how he made, it made him feel like Superman.: Right? Like he was wearing a Superman cape with, with a Make America Great Again hat, it really it rang that bell, and, and now, now I see it's connected. I mean,
1: it's code, so that what sounds like gibberish, like in any spell, you know, for those who are the whose ears are not acquainted, sounds like gibberish. But there's purpose and meaning behind each of these statements, all together to twist and turn into uh, a final spell for an action. Now, unfortunately, we we don't know what that action is going to be um, until it happens, um, you know, but. You know, but I think it's important to say the words because that will give us an idea.
0: (coughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing. We have to remember that all of this was a show. Kanye knew this was being filmed. Okay. Hollywood knew, so they sent Jim Brown. Mm -hmm. Uh Stephen Baldwin knew, so he made it lunch. It, it wasn't a meeting, it, you know. He, he said, "Oh, it's just a lunch. It's just a lunch. We're just kind of talking." And yet, even though he knew that we were we were watching, Kanye is still able to pull this off, okay? And and it's because he's performed in front of millions of people, and and it's because of his life that he's lived before this, That's something that Roseanne could could only hope to ever do. But now we have this kind of strange thing where. We almost have like a king and his successor while the king is still alive. He is grooming his his successor. They're only getting more powerful the more we, pr- we persecute them. It, it, it seems like it is a, like a, a feedback loop that they grow off when we, you know, we go low and we, we attack them. They seem to get bigger, bigger and bigger. Stephen Baldwin, Kanye West. And where is this leading to? They asked him about a 20, uh, you know, ba- basically they asked Kanye if he wanted to be president. And he didn't say no. They mm-hmm. asked Donald, they asked uh, Stephen Baldwin if he thought Kanye would make a good president. And he said he would. So. That's, all-
1: practice, that's an endorsement. That's the president of the United States endorsing Kanye West uh, to be next president.
0: To be the successor. And. Yeah. That is the reverse underground railroad right there. Guys, if you, if you can't see it, if you're not, you know, if you don't get it, just, you know, re- rewind right to the beginning of this episode and just listen to over again because you clearly weren't, you were spacing out. This is the reverse underground railroad. And for some reason, Kanye hit the fast track. And, and, and it might be because he has been studying... A lot, and he knows. You know, he's just he just knows more, and he's playing four D chess. And and, you know, he knows about movies. He can recall movie lines just off the top of his head, and so Hollywood likes that. You have to you have to also ask yourself. Okay, I've asked. You know, why why is Trump stupid? Because people make fun of him, and he gets power off of that. Well, why is Trump a celebrity? Well, Trump's a character that
1: Stephen Baldwin's playing. I think it's something for all of us to remember. So when we're saying Trump, this is the character Trump, right? So the motivations are different than any rational person. Cause this isn't a real person. This is a, this is a, a character.
0: Exactly. And so then you kind of answered my, my, my second question is, you know, like why is, is, is Trump kind of a celebrity? Well, he's only half a celebrity. He's not a movie star. He was, mm-hmm. he, he did some bit roles, but he was never the star of his own movie. Well, then the answer is that it's actually Stephen Baldwin, right? And that there is no Trump and that it's always been Stephen Baldwin. And so it's that kind of thing where we are all projecting and it's like, and so this is the kind of uh, relationship I wanted to, to make. So Trump is not Trump. And now Kanye is now not Kanye. Kanye is Ye. He's legally changed his name. Now, and I, and I think I, I have a pretty good idea why. Now, Kanye, right, if, if you say it in a, a, as a spell, the word Kanye as a spell um, has these connotations, these musical connotations, because he's used his name in so many different ways in his music, right, on all of his albums, all, all of his lyrics. So Kanye is tied to the devil, the, the, the name Kanye, because of all of his, his punk rock years, years of being punk. And so he legally changes his name to Ye in order to kind of minimize all of his relationships with the devil. He, he's recharging and kind of focusing, refocusing his name so that when people pray to Ye, the devil has nothing to do with it this time. Okay, hopefully, hopefully, this time the devil will be out of the picture. And uh, but we don't know. I mean, it's, I, it's always something to be
1: always uh, to be aware of when a celebrity gives themselves their own names. You know, we've talked at length at the on the show about people that go by pseudonyms because those names give them power. It's an incantation, it's a spell it's to give themselves something more. So Kanye becomes EA, and we'll we'll see what that what that means, what that implies. You know, those powers that he will gain.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, all we can say is that it seems to be working, and that we are watching a well-oiled train on on, on tracks going reverse at full speed, and there seems to be nobody um, wanting to stop it. You know, we're the only ones that have even noticed and that are ringing the bell. Uh, Choo-choo is, is all we can say, and um, we're just going to keep on you know, saying what, what we have to until, I guess, we have a new president in, in the White House, because that's the only way I can see this ending. So I
1: mean, it's up to us, really.
0: Honestly. There's nobody else that really understands even what we're talking about, and, and it's really difficult to explain in, in one kind of conversation. That's why I wanted to do this episode. Uh, I'll just refer everybody to this episode and just say, just listen, just listen, you know, from the beginning, because you guys don't get it. You know, Trump is not Trump. Yay is not Kanye. You know, it's they're all hiding under different names, under different identities. And then Jim Brown, you know, he he's a chameleon. He changes his career from football player to actor to political activist activist. You know, he's he's all over the place. And typical Hollywood, you know, Um, they're they're putting ghosts in our movies. They're putting ghosts in our radio, in our sports. And frankly, um, there's no one that's going to stop it. So we have to be there and we're going to be there. Um, I think that's going to be all for this week. Did you want to say anything else, Rob?
1: Uh, I just want everyone to, you know, it, it sounds kind of, Uh, downbeat to say that this is all going to hell in a handbasket but I mean frankly we gotta tell the truth and it kind of is Uh, so there's no sugarcoat in that but uh, I'm still motivated to go out there and do everything that I can Uh, and you know we're still around here for a reason folks and we got our own spirit so I'm gonna tend towards that I hope you tend towards yours Uh, we'll look out for each other Um, and the rest of them can go to hell quite literally
0: yeah, and they're all going to go to hell at some point. So we just got to look forward to that. We got the keys to heaven, and that's by listening to this podcast every single week. You you listen to this, you get the news, and then you know how to act accordingly. So uh, make sure that you like our podcast. Give us five stars. You know, Leave us a review. Send us an email at ghostinthescene at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Ghost in the scene. Uh, our Instagram uh, ghost in the meme with an underscore under every uh, word, and uh, yeah, take care, guys. Have a great week and stay safe. Keep those eyes on the screen, y'all,
1: and stay extreme.